Welcome once again to another beautiful session of the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Tonight again, we're going to continue with our fasting and some of the principles that we've been looking into. The Lord has been really good to us in terms of opening our eyes to his word, his mind, his will, and his counsel. Thank you so much, sir, for joining tonight. Thank you so much for joining tonight. I really appreciate your, your connection tonight. Um, we are going to continue. This is our fifth day in, um, in our fast, in our prayer. And I have a strong feeling that the Father has something, you know, great to reveal, to show us tonight. As we continue to track his heart and his mind, I just believe that there's something that he wants to really bring across to, to us. Thank you so much for joining tonight. The couple of things that, you know, um, I, I felt the, the Father has really dropped in my spirit that I would like us to look into. But before we do that, I want us to track back to some of the things that we have dealt with. All right. It's like the Lord is bringing us to a, a kind of a crescendo, if you will, in, 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 in that which he's been revealing, in that which he's been bringing. And you will notice that um, for two days now, he's been speaking to us in terms of ascending. Excuse me. We need to ascend in the place of, you know, of, of, of our thought life, in the place of, our, you know, position of thinking. And I think that is very important because uh, when we begin to ascend in our concept of thinking, then we begin to understand all right, the spiritual environment of how to relate in that reality, in that mindset that deals with all right, the operations of Christ. And uh, I find that very interesting. Now, um, the, one of the scripture that we looked at that I'm going to quickly go back to, I'm just going to give this scripture as a preamble to what I want to focus on tonight because there is something that the Father has been highlighting in my heart you know, throughout the day. In fact, I, I, I was checking some of, some of my notes. There's a note we did 2015 on, you know, similar to what we're dealing with today. And it's amazing the kind of things that, you know, the Lord has said, you know, before that he's reconfirming today. So I, I see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying or doing in this season as, as, as a reconfirmation of that which he has already been speaking. So, so there, there's a need to track, there's a need to connect, there's a need to, you know, interconnect that which the Spirit of the Lord amen, is emphasize, emphasizing in this day so that we don't lose direction. You see, when God speaks to us, God always speaks to us a direction, leading us to a point, leading us to a place. And obviously we know that that place is a place of perfection. So if so, when we talk about you know breakthrough, talk about coming into newness in Christ, it's important that we understand that what the Father is doing or what the Spirit of the Lord is doing is actually bringing us into that point of spiritual maturity that we're able to you know come into that realm of life where we can begin to at least take delivery of that which you know has been given to us as our inheritance because basically that is what we are searching for that is what we're looking for there is an inheritance amen that has been prepared for us there's something heaven all right as as set aside for us amen that this breakthrough is not just about you know getting one particular material you know element and running with it no 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 we're coming into that which has been designated that which has been set aside for us amen before the foundation of the earth that as we continue to have a clear understanding regarding that which amen has has been designed for us regarding that which has been prepared for us just as you know the bible says creation is waiting for the manifestations of the sons of god we are also waiting amen to receive certain dimension amen of our spiritual identity of our spiritual integration of our spiritual inheritance of our spiritual call of our spiritual you know uh, 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 identity if you will that will bring us to that point where we are where we can say we have come of age galatians 4 all right i, I believe what what the spirit of the lord is doing when when he begins to speak about newness and begins to speak, speak about era right, that we need to change our garment all right basically is emphasizing on the issue of maturity we're coming to maturity we're coming to that place amen where we're we're, we're getting you know deepen in the things of the spirit our mind are being open amen we, we dealt with ephesians chapter 2 remember we dealt with ephesians chapter 2 all right that we may know him 
better, that we may have the spirit of wisdom, that we may have the spirit of revelation. All that is to bring us into manhood, if you will. All that is to bring us into maturity. All that is to bring us into a place where we can be ready to receive, amen, the kingdom. The Bible says in the book of Daniel, amen, that the saints will inherit the kingdom. So, so we've got to have a broad understanding. We've, we've got to broaden our, you know, our, our concept. I remember sharing the, the idea of, amen, in the days where the Lord is saying, ask of me anything and I'll give it to you. All right. Like he asks, you know, Solomon, that, we, that we're not asking from some little thing here and there. No, that we are really asking, amen, for his, 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 his presence, his, his glory, amen. That we're asking for the nations. We're asking for the kingdom. Because within all that that we ask for, amen, are the things, you know, the basic things that we need will come. When we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, I think that is wisdom. That, that our prayer, our fasting, amen, is not just for some little thing. It's not just for, you know, uh, you know God, give me a new car. I, I, Lord, I need a new promotion. All those things are good. But those things will not suffice in the days where, amen, where, you know, uh, uh, you know the, the powers that be, the system that be, amen, they are fighting for the soul of the nation. Heaven has brought us into this new day. Heaven has brought us into this new position. And we need to have a clear you know understanding of why we've been brought amen to this season in time that was esther esther knew amen that she's been brought amen into the season for such a time amen to 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 you know to go on behalf of the nation amen to prevent amen destruction you know of, of our people so we've got to have that understanding that we are here for a reason and what we are here for amen is beyond just our own little petty you know our needs being met amen our needs will be met at all levels amen spiritually materially you know emotionally financially and what have you but we've got to have an understanding that what we are seeking for, amen, is the nations. You say, ask of me and I'll give you the nations. All right. And we're asking for, amen, the manifestation of his kingdom. So let's continue to track the heart of God. But I, like I said, I want us to go back and look at some things. You know, because we are almost at, at the, you know, at, at the, you know, at the climax of this, of, you know, of this uh, uh, impartation and, and, and revelation of, of the demand of the Lord for our day. We don't want to miss this day. We don't want to miss this, you know, uh, 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 season. Now in, in, in Psalm, Psalm 24, once again, it says, who may ascend to the heel of the Lord? Amen. That is a place of spiritual transaction. The heel of the Lord is the place of divine confluence, is a place of divine engagement, is a place where we get reformed is a place where we get transformed amen is a place where we get littered up remember until jesus took you know peter james and john amen to the you know to the mountain the bible says, as he as he as he prayed his face his face changed karabayanda not only did his face change the bible says even his garment we're talking about a day where God says we need to do what we need to change our garment. Amen. Our garment can only be changed in, in that dimension called the heel of the Lord. Because that is the place that we begin to encounter the power of God. That is the place we begin to encounter the glory of God. That is the place where we begin to encounter the presence of God. And that is the place of divine transformation. Any transformation that is taking place or outside the position of the heel of the Lord, outside the position of the mountain of the Lord. Amen. It's 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 not authentic amen the bible says as he prayed his face lit it up you find that in luke chapter 3 and in luke chapter in chapter 9 the bible says his face lit, lit it up i mean he was changed he was transformed at the point the bible says while he was praying amen the bible says a voice a, a voice spoke from on high amen and 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 the voice was this is my beloved son amen in whom i am well pleased hear him so so we 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 we, we see that affirmation we see that confirmation amen the bible says in Acts chapter 13 that as they worship god amen in fasting and and and, and you know and in prayer the the holy spirit spoke you see that manifestation of the voice of god if there is anything we want to have and we want to be certain of in this season amen is the clarity of the voice of the lord is the clarity of the voice of the lord because that is where we're going to get our matching order that is where we're going to have amen our position of strength and grace and courage and the capacity to advance amen and to engage whatever situation or system that may want to stop or hinder that which amen heaven has promised us 
We don't want to get to the place of birth, amen, and, and it is said that the children of the Lord has brought forth wind. No, we want to be able to, amen, give birth. He said, ask of me and I will give you the nation. Amen. Paul said, you are my children whom I have travelled again in birth. Amen. This is the day where we are travelling, but this travel is going to bring, it's going to bring forth, it's going to birth sons and daughters, amen, for God. We are bringing things into the kingdom through our birth, through our travelling. So this is not some sacrifice that is not going to pay off. Oh my good God. The dividends of this of this season, of this time, of this moment of waiting on the Lord. I mean, it's huge. It's huge. We cannot even begin to comprehend or quantify it. So we've got to understand that there is a call to ascend. Who may ascend to the heel of the Lord? Those are part of the word we're look, we, we, you know, we were tracking. Who may ascend to the heel of the Lord? He says it is he who has whose hands are clean. Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord, or who may stand, Amen, in His holy place? It is, he said, it is He with the clean hands and a pure heart. And I told us, Amen, that is the place of of ministry, Amen. The position of the hand, Amen, and the position of a heart. These two are dimensions, Amen, of divine representation, of divine encounter, of divine manifestation, Amen. Ministries in the hand, Hallelujah, and the ability to connect with God is in the heart. So we want to present God a clean hand, and we want to present Him a what, Amen, a clean heart. Very important. The hand, Amen. The heart and the feet. How good are the feet of them? So we're tracking this now. I quickly want to go to another point that we looked at. You can see I'm backing up some to some of the things that we have dealt with before. Now, it, uh, one of the things we also looked at is uh, um, the Bible says, you know, the prophet, you know, prophet Elijah was about to die, Amen. The prophet Elijah was about to die, and the king of Israel came to visit, you know, came to pay, you know, his last respect, you know, and and the king said, "All right, I'm about to die, you know, all this while I've been the one basically protecting you, all right, from this Aramite, you know, of a people coming every day, you know, to fight. But but guess what? I'm 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 going to release certain power, certain power into your life, so that you'll be able to finish, you know, ravish this, you know, this, you know, this." enemy once and for all get yourself bows and arrow the bible says he got the bow amen and verse 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 17 of second uh, kings chapter chapter 13 all right verse 17 of second kings chapter you know chapter 13 very important principles you can see i'm dealing with principles here how do we enter how do we come into a day of breakthrough what are the things we need to know how do we posture ourselves when heaven declared that you are in a season of spiritual breakthrough we must understand what it entails what it takes amen to step into that day amen and the spirit of the lord has been showing us various principles and you know and and values that we've got to track we've got to understand amen to 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 advance and to come into breakthrough we've got to ascend and we say ascending has to do with our thought pattern amen has to do with our mentality has to do with the way we think has to do with with the way we reason has to do with the way we process things amen we've got to have new vision then we dealt with you know habakkuk also amen in habakkuk chapter one the bible says this guy this prophet was complaining because he he had been overwhelmed by the things he's, he's, you know, he's seen around. He's been captured. Amen. You, you, we can be in a situation where right, God is speaking, but you, you are overwhelmed by what you see around you. It's like trouble is everywhere. It's like you've been aimed around by trouble. That was Habakkuk for you. I mean, and he was complaining. He said, God, I've been praying. You are not answering me. I've been, I've been trying to connect with you, but I, you know, the more I pray, the more I see evil, the more I see you know, wickedness, the more I see injustice. What is going on? This prophet was complaining until in chapter 2 the scripture said he said i think i'm in the wrong position so there is a point in our engagement that we've got to what we've got to reposition ourselves all right that sometimes the reason why we're not hearing god is not because god is not speaking but we're in the wrong place we are in the wrong place all right, we can be in the wrong place, amen, at the wrong time. We can be in the wrong place, even regarding the things of the spirit. It's always important, amen, because there is a place where heaven has designated to meet with us. There is a place in the spirit realm that the Father wants to meet with us. There is a point, there is a dimension, a connection of heart. There is a there is a condition, amen, of of of, of mindset that we've got to have. All right, and so uh, Abaku quickly readjusts himself in chapter two. You know, he, he self-correct himself. Amen. He self-correct himself. He said, "No, no, no, no. I think I need to reposition myself on the ramp. Amen. On the wall." 
So if, we, if we're not in the place that heaven wants us to be, we may not be hearing what the, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. We may not be seeing what the Spirit of the Lord is showing us. And therefore, our engagement, our interaction, amen, to life, to, the, you know, to situations around, amen, will completely be out of order. And that is why you, you see a lot of people, instead of them acting, they react. We're not supposed to be people, amen, capture amen by the moment to the point where we are reacting we've got to be people that are calculative we've got to be strategic why because we have heard of the lord and that's something we learn of david that david in his might as a warrior will not go to war amen without waiting on the lord without receiving a clear direction of how to engage his enemy this is powerful David must engage. David must connect with God. He must know how and when, amen, he's to strike. And God, amen, who is the one leading him, always tell him. The time, amen, he decided to go on his own might. The time he decided to, you know, to count, amen, his own army. And I'm thinking that it is the army, the number of army that he has, amen, that gives him victory. We saw what happened, amen. 70,000 people were wiped off his army. The Bible says Satan entered him. Satan entered his command, his commander. And I mean, he calmed the people. I mean, in the day where God says, I want you to engage me, engage the new, the newness of the day, we cannot come with our own strength. We cannot come with our own wisdom. We cannot come with our own apparel. Come on. We cannot come with our own ability. We cannot come with our connection to somebody. You've got to lay all down behind. Those are some of the things that I'm going to be tracking. All right. Because I, I really want to connect what we're talking about. Quickly, let me go to, you know, Second Kings chapter 13, verse uh, 17. The Bible says, here's the prophet of God giving instruction. So the day of advancement, the day, amen, where we are supposed to engage, the day of spiritual breakthrough is a day where we receive command. Where we receive instruction, amen. One of the things that our society doesn't like, amen, is divine instruction. We don't like instruction. But if we are going to be a people of God, we've got to shift our mind, amen, from a democratic concept of thinking, amen, to a kingdom dimension of thinking. We've got to be kingdom minded, not democratic minded. Democracy is good, is good, amen, for humanistic system. But if we're going to be people of God, people of the kingdom, we've got to think, amen, from a kingdom perspective. The way kingdom people think is different from the way worldly people think. Thank God for democracy. Thank God for, you know, all these things that we see around. But guess what? That's not going to save the world. Amen. The iron and the clay are not going to hold together. That is a principle in the word of God. Amen. The, the, the image of the world system. Amen. The image of the world power. The image, amen, of, 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 of human wisdom is coming down. The Bible says, amen, the stone is coming, cut with that human hand. There's going to be a contact. Amen. The, that which is coming from above, amen, is going to come, amen, and smash, amen, the very feet of that which the system of this world, amen, is held by. The Bible says the iron and the clay will be smashed by this stone that is cut without human hand. Hallelujah. And that stone is going to grow massive to cover the earth. The knowledge of the glory of God is going to cover the earth as the water covers the sea. That is what we are preparing for. That is what we are aligning ourselves into. That is why we need to get a reform, a transformation of the of our mind. That is why we cannot affirm, excuse me, afford to be conformed, amen, to the things of this world. Because the things of this world are coming to naught. Amen. The systems of this world, we can see they are collapsing. They are collapsing. Every day they are collapsing. They don't know what to do. So we've got to, amen, in the day where they finally collapse, we must be ready. We must be able to say, come, hallelujah. The kingdom, the kingdom is ready. Amen. All things have been prepared. Hallelujah. The bride has made herself ready. Come on. We want to come into that reality where in the day where the world are crying and people don't know where to run to, we can open our hand and say, come. Come into the joy of your God. Hallelujah. So we are being prepared for something that is coming. So when we say breakthrough, amen, breakthrough is a continual preparation, a continual, you know, development, a continual transformation, a continual reforming, amen, of our structure, our wineskin are daily being reformed. Every dimension of our wineskin, amen, are being touched, amen, are being prepared. Something is about to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so the scripture said in verse uh, 17 of uh, 2 Kings 13, instruction. That's another word I, I'm, 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 I'm putting before us. 
in the day where we begin to advance, there's going to be instruction. Amen. Go to Zarafat. Come on. God, God does not, you know, suggest word to us. You see, in the democratic system, they suggest word. If you like it, if you want it. <clears throat> no. In the days of the Lord, you must be ready to receive instruction. And that's why the whole concept of leadership must change. <clears throat> Alright? We cannot have people abusing, you know, leadership, abusing their position. Alright? Gone are those days where, you know, leadership is been... Ab- no, no. Those days are over. We're coming into a day of divine trust. So that when God says to you, Isaac, take, you know, you know, uh, 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 the wood. You take the wood. You just match. Because you know whatever your father says, amen, it's for your own good. It's for your best interest hallelujah you're not second guessing the things of god and god says go you go when he says wait you wait when he says move you move when he says jump you jump because you know everything that you do is by faith and faith will always bring pleasure to the father hallelujah he who walks by faith pleases the father and so here's the prophet of the lord all right, he's about to die, but he's giving the king an instruction. And I remember saying to us, I mean, this this king has got some level of sight because he recognized, amen, that you know, uh, uh, he, the prophet, amen, Elijah is his is his father. He says, "My father, my father." In fact, let me read that part for you. The Bible says in verse fourteen. Now, Elijah was suffering from you know from the illness from which he died. All right, from which he died, Joash. The king of Israel went down to see him and wept and wept. I mean, he wept. I mean, you can see the heart of this king. He wept over him. My father, my father. He cried. The chariots and the horsemen of Israel. One man. (laughs) We must stand up for for genuine prophets in the land. When we have genuine prophets, then we have fathers in the land. Not people running around calling themselves fathers. They have, they have no sight. They have no capacity. They have no voice. They have no volume. They have no place. They, they have no understanding about the times and the seasons of God. They have no voice in the land. All right? Their voice is noise. Yes, yes, the king. The king recognized that the prophet is in a position of a father. He said, my father, my father. This is, this is, the, pro- this is the king crying. My father, my father. He cried, the chariots and the horsemen, both the chariot and the horsemen of Israel is in you. You carry this capacity. When I looked at this, I, I, I just feel like preaching and teaching on leadership. These are the kind of people we need in our day. These are not charlatan prophets. These are not fly-by-night prophets. These are not prophets who just, you know, come and, and scrape the, scrape this, the, you know, the skin of, of the sheep and, and run away. No, no, no. This, this is a gate. This is a wall to the nation. This prophet, Eli, Eli, Elisha, amen, represents the order of the security of a nation. If you have this kind of a prophet in your life, you better thank God. Here's a declaration. Here is a declaration of the whole king, of a king. My father, my father, the chariot and the horsemen of Israel. Elisha said to him, get, get a bow. <laughs> this, was a, this is the final muscle. This guy is, is muscling. This guy is, is summoning all the powers that he has. He wants to release this final power upon the king. He said, get a bow. Get some arrows. Tanda rabayatala. I feel the presence of God. Elisha said, while he's still hailing him, my father, my father, the chariot and the horse, he said, get a bow and get arrows. There's a war that we are engaging in that you don't see. Elisha said, get a bow and some arrows. And he did so. Take the bowls in your hands, he said to the king of Israel. When he had taken it, Elisha put his hand, put his hand, the hand of authority. Elisha does not need to shoot, the, he just put his hand there. There's a transmission. There's something called transference of power. There's something called transmission of power. Hallelujah. When the heart of a prophet is open and your heart is open and connect, he can transfer power. 
power into your life. He can give you his mantle and say, go use it. You come back and you see results. My God, what a day we're entering. We're coming into a day of the manifestation, amen, of the scripture. In this day, the scripture will come alive. Not, not only will men read the scripture, hallelujah, in, in, in some letter, they will read it in our life. We will become the living epistle, known and read of all men. So the, the Bible says, he said to him in verse 17, open the east window. You've got to understand, this is clear direction, not the, not the south not the north, <laughs> not the west. It has to be the east window. It's a open the east window. Hallelujah. Open the east window. Open the east window. Shoot, Elisha said. Shoot, he said. And he shot. The Lord's, the Lord's arrow of victory. The arrow of victory over Aram, Elisha declared. You will completely destroy Aram at Apok. Verse 18. Then he said, take the arrows. Take the arrows. And the king took the arrows. Elisha told him, strike the ground. He struck it three times and stopped. The man of God was angry. I mean, a man dying. He got angry. The Bible says the man, he was angry. The prophet was angry with him and said, you should have struck the ground five or six times, then you would have completely defeated Aram completely and destroyed them. Now the point that I'm making is in the day where the spirit of the Lord begins to give us divine instruction, where God begins to give us insight, where heaven begins to release nuggets into our life regarding our marching order, regarding our movement, regarding our journey, we must be ready to be prepared in the spirit. Hallelujah. You've got to pick certain things. You've got to pick beyond what the prophet is saying. Hallelujah. You've got to understand Stand, amen that this is a crucial moment strike the ground you strike that ground amen with all force with all determination with, with, with all tenacity hallelujah strike the ground you know you don't i believe the prophet you know the king struck the ground but like i said you know he was overwhelmed he was over he overpowered amen he, he, he was captured by his by his position by his influence as a king he was not ready did you understand the moment of God? Amen. Just like, you know, uh, 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 you know, Saul's daughter, you know, when David was dancing. I mean, Saul's daughter looked at, looked at David and said, this man is not dignified. You're not dignified. <laughs> You're not dignified. You see, she couldn't understand the moment. That's, that's, that's another word that I brought across to us that we've got to understand the moment of God. All right. There are certain things that we don't need a preacher to tell us. You've got to understand the moment. You catch the moment. There's something about you understanding the moment that catapults you. That just takes you from one point to the next. Just because you understand the moment. There are certain things you've got to catch them by the Spirit. Most of the things the Lord will be doing in this, in this, in this new season, in this new day, you must be a person, amen, that is very sensitive, that is very, you know, connected. Your ears are open and wide to the things of the Spirit. You catch the moment. You respond as you respond. I mean, we see people who just respond, to, you know, when Jesus was walking on earth. They just respond. Suddenly, Jesus said, who touched me? Somebody responded. She caught the moment. All right. You must learn to respond. <laughs> Jesus was walking by. Somebody cried out. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. Help me. You know, Jesus, thou son of David. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. They say, shut up. He said, you know, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to shut up. He cried out the more. Jesus turned back. You've got to understand how to catch the moment. When people tell you, oh, you're going too far. No, 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 don't do it that way. No, no. They, nobody has ever done this in your, you know, nobody has ever called, you know, given a child name by the name John. Ah, it's a new day. It's not, his name is not Zachariah. It's John. But nobody has, nobody bears such a name in, in your clan. Ah, it's a new day. When God wants to do something new, hallelujah. You've got to know how to name the thing. Amen. The, the, the thing God wants to do from a new position. Hallelujah. Don't give it from, don't, don't, don't connect that thing to the old order and that's something that is leading me to what i want to talk about when god wants to do something new in your life amen don't connect it to the old don't try to connect it to the old the lord is going to do a new thing what am i saying i'm going to come back to this but let's quickly go to one or two other scripture hallelujah 
I hope you're tracking with me. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Pastor Ayo, for joining this evening. God bless you. All right, let's quickly go to, you know, uh, uh, um, I shared on, the, I think it was this morning I shared on this scripture. I can't remember it was this morning or yesterday. Matthew, Matthew 22, verse 13. Remember the guy that was found, amen, at the wedding feast without the right garment. All right, he was not dressed for the moment. Remember, we've been saying that this dressing is a mindset, is a spiritual construction, is a spiritual positioning, is a spiritual, you know, uh, you know, condition. Hallelujah! He was not dressed for the occasion. This is what this is after. Amen. The the master had already sent amen invitations, and everybody. You know, we're, we're giving excuse why they cannot come, why can, why they cannot align themselves to what the spirit of the Lord is demanding. <clears throat> Excuse me. For the moment, everybody was giving some excuse why they cannot enter, why they cannot join force with that, with that, with the spirit of the Lord is proclaiming and declaring. I believe this man must have been one of those people that were given an invitation. So he felt, oh no, 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 this man I can always see him. But you see, when God moves, God moves in moments. When you miss that moment. <laughs> You're late. You, you know, the, the, the Bible says five were wise, five were foolish. The, the, the foolish one, they said, no, no, please, can you give us part of your oil? They said, sorry, no, we can't give you. It's why don't you go buy us? Go buy us. The Bible said, while they went, while those five went to look for oil, the master came. They were left behind. We've got to be able to understand something about the moment of God. When the spirit of God awakens your heart, when, when something is dropping your spirit, when there's an impression in your spirit, that is a moment you must respond. Don't wait. Don't wait. They were all sleeping. The Bible says they were all sleeping because all right, they, they thought maybe this man is not coming. So they went into a state of slumber. The Bible says we must watch and pray. He said be dressed ready. All right, be, be, be dressed, prepare, get yourself, amen, in that, in that, in that uniform, in that clothing, amen, that prepares you for that which is coming. So here's the man, all right. The Bible says he found himself, amen, at, at the wedding feast. So the master of the house came, he says, Fred, he asked him, how did you get here without a wedding cloth? Don't you understand that this is supposed to be for special guests? How did you get into this into this move? Oh my good God. Let's not even begin. How did you get into this move with the wrong mindset? With the wrong with the wrong attire? How did you come into this atmosphere? Amen. Without being prepared, without the right garment. A lot of people, all right, have found themselves in the midst of what God is doing. All right. And they're and they're trying to align themselves. As long as they can say shibboleth, they, they think is they think it's just about saying shibboleth. If you say shibboleth, then okay, you are one of us. No, heaven is going to be scanning our heart, our minds in this last day. They will ask you to lift your hand. Remember, those that must come must be they, excuse me, those that must ascend must be those with a clean hand and a clean heart. They're gonna be scanning your hand in the in the things of the spirit. They will scan your hand. They will scan your heart. Only the pure in heart will ascend. So here's a guy. I mean, he found himself, he must have bribed his way. All right? He came through the window. <laughs> he came in without the right clothing. The Bible says, they, they, they ask him, how did you get in, into this place? How did, you, how did you become part of this move without being prepared? All right? How come you got into this, this flow of the spirit? How come you got into the community of reformers? All right? And yet you have not been reformed yourself. Why are you declaring, amen, things that, 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 that deals with the sacredness of God, that deals with the sacredness of the sacredness of the kingdom, yet your life, amen, is still connected to the old. You are still drinking from the old wine. You're still, you are still partaking of the old order. How did you get in here? The Bible says the, this guy was speechless. He was speechless. So the king said, the king, the, the king called his servant. He says, tie him hand and foot. I was explaining that this morning. Hand and foot represent the place of ministry. This guy's ministry was stripped from him. He was stripped. He was stripped of his ministry. He was stripped, amen, of his position. Amen. Not only was he taken out of the community, not only was he taken out of the atmosphere, he was also stripped, amen. Tie him hand and foot. You can no longer use that hand. Say, oh, I'm a man of God. Sorry, they will strip you of that. Oh, <laughs> you know, I can go for the Lord. Gone out the days where he said, well, we've got the money. All right. You think you can pay your way to Tashos when you've been sent to Nineveh? Not, not this time around. It's not going to work. Are you getting, the, are you tracking with me, friends? You've got to be able to see what God is saying. 
So this guy, amen, was found in the midst of the move of God without him being prepared. The keys of the kingdom were not given to this guy. Amen. He, he stole somebody else's key. Amen. He used somebody else's influence to get in. And he thought he could just wangle himself. He could just wangle his way. You know, and blend with the people. No, he was located. He was sighted. Friend, how did you get in here? You see, in the day where God is saying, we've got to advance. Come, listen, there's a company of people. As the Lord is connecting people from Nigeria, is connecting people from UK, is connecting people from America, from France, from different part of the world. There is a convergence. There is a spiritual convergence taking place. Alright? These are lameness people. These are faceless people. It's not about your name. It's not about the name of your ministry. What God is doing in this season, amen, is borderless. So, the, 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 the principle of your preparation, amen, in UK or in France or in, in on Ghana, wherever you are, amen, is, is the same process that God is taking me through. So that the, the day we come to that place of divine conflict, there will be divine alignment. There will be agreement. There won't be any flesh trying to, you know, raise his ugly head. The Bible says, on that day they will walk shoulder to shoulder they will not break ranks Karabayanda. we will not break ranks why because god amen he's walking in our life god is pruning us god is pruning us yes he said those that i love i chastise i chastise so these are seasons of instruction these are seasons of ch- chastening this is a these are seasons of purification these are seasons of 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 washing amen you think you think for Esther to be able to stand, you know, as a queen of a foreign land was just by hallelujah, praise the Lord. No, she went through nine months of purification, nine months, nine months. All right. Every blemish must be removed. Come on, talk to me. I say every blemish must be removed. Every blemish, the blemish of thoughts, the blemish of ideas, the blemishes, you know, of, of, of you know, of doubt, the blemishes of insecurity, the blemishes of fear, the blemishes of, you know, opinions of men, the blemishes of you not even believing and trusting in that which God has, you know, deposited in you. All those blemishes, amen, will be removed. You will be washed. You will be cleansed. You will be purified for nine months. Get ready because you are about to you are about to birth something. You are about to stand. You are about to, you know, behold the king. Karabayanda. Come on, brethren. We are about to step into a day where we will behold the king, but we must go through that period of, 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 you know, of washing every form of blemish in our life. You know, a lot of people, you know, they thought they were ready for the marriage until they got married and they realized, oh my, oh God almighty, help me here. I thought I was ready. No, you were never ready. You were never ready because there are things that heaven must take us through. There are processes that must prepare prepare us, amen, as a chaste virgin so that when, the day we are presented to the Lord, hallelujah, we, we're truly presented. That there will be no spot, that there will be no wrinkle, there will be no what? Blemish. No spot, no wrinkle, no blemish. That is the point, amen, the father brought Joseph to. That in the day he was sent for, he didn't need to start cracking his head. Hey, what, what, what would be the how do I interpret this dream no he already know what to do he was ready he was prepared what I'm doing right now is I'm prepping you I'm preparing you friends for that which is coming something is coming your way if you're a child of God, if, you're a, if, you're, if, you're, if you have given your heart to the Lord and you have embraced, amen, the principles and the ways of God, heaven is preparing you for a day, amen, of presentation. Come on. Heaven is preparing you and he will use a Mordecai. Maybe tonight you're going to see me as a Mordecai preparing, preparing you as an Esther. Hallelujah. For that one night stand, that one night, hallelujah, meeting with the king. The, when the king see you, the king would not need to ask for another person. Ah, he would say, no, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm satisfied with this one. This Esther, I'm satisfied. Everybody go home. <laughs> That's going to be your portion. <laughs> That's going to be your portion. I said that's gonna be your portion. That they won't need to, you know, look 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 at other people. No, 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 no. Esther, you I'm satisfied. And you will be taking the position of Vashti. Come on. Do you want to take the position of Vashti? This is the process. A lot of people want to take the position of Vashti, but they don't want to go through what Esther went through. They don't want to go through that process. Nine months of purification. Every blemish. 
every spot in our life, amen, was dealt dealt with. Every aspect, amen, of imperfection. I said every aspect of imperfection was dealt with. You see, people will preach grace. I wish they understand this thing. Oh, grace covers you. Grace covers you. But there is a process that makes grace to reveal you. This is what the Bible says. This is what the word of the Lord says. We saved by grace. But guess what? We must continue to go through that what? Redemption. We are, we, are, we are being saved daily. Being saved from ourselves. We are being saved from our flesh. We are being saved, amen, from the war system. This morning we talked about it. Alright? That as long as we live in this world, that as long as we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, you will always need to be renewed. You will always need to be renewed in, 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 your, in, in the spirit of your mind. Amen. You, as long as you have the eyes to see things and the ears to hear things, you will always need, hallelujah, to be renewed. Because something will happen. Something will patch on you. You know, I, I used to say, that as long as you walk on earth, amen, you will need your feet to be washed. How do you think Jesus was asking, you know, his disciple, come let me wash your feet. He wasn't washing the dust off. He was washing the sin off their feet. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. He was washing the dust. You see, dust is flesh, isn't it? And what does, the sit- what does Satan feed on? He feeds on the... On dust. On dust. Remember what this, the prophecy in Genesis. Amen. You will crush his hair, but he will bruise your heel. Where does the dust meet? The heel... <laughs> Oh, may, may God give us insight. So when Jesus said, I need to wash your feet. When Jesus took low to wash the feet of his disciples, it was prophetic. It was fulfilling what was declared in Genesis. All right? Because the Lord does not want Satan, amen, to bruise the heel of his people. Because the heel is the place where you gather dust. When you walk on the street, you know what I mean? You, you're walking, you're doing the gospel, you're doing the work of the Lord. But guess what? You are gathering dust. Because there are all kinds of people that you're going to be meet. Because of the anointing, the virgins love thee. All kinds of virgins that will be coming, they want to pitch at you. All kinds of things, alright, that want to stick with you. That's why you, that's why you wash. That's why you wash. The, 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 the oil, the oil of gladness, amen, also attracts the flesh. It attracts all kinds of virgins. Because of, thy, because of the oil, <laughs> the virgins, they love thee. They love thee. All kinds of strange women, strange spirits, strange children. They all, they all, they all, you know, you know how many times I've told people, I'm not your father. Oh, oh Prophet Isaiah, please just be my father. Some people will, even they start calling you my daddy in the Lord, my father. I said, I, I'm not your daddy and I'm not your father. I, I'm sorry if I sound as if, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be responsible. But that's, I, I never give back to you. So how can I be your father? I cannot be your father when I didn't give birth to you. <laughs> I know my children. They know me. I'm not your father. And I don't want to be a father this moment of my life. No. Not like, I mean, there are people who walk, who walk up to me and they say, I, I would like you to take my hand and show me things. I say, yes, I believe. Come. In fact, before, before you say, I already know. There are people like that. But there are people, they just, they just want to patch on you. They just, they want that oil. <laughs> they are dust. <laughs> You've got to be careful. Yes, they, they say, oh, no, we, 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 we will bring our own food. We, we just want to bear your name. Ah, they, they are dust. They are dust at your feet, at your heel. You've got to be careful. You've got to daily wash. That is what it means to not be conformed to this world. The Bible says they came, they want to make Jesus king. Jesus ran away. <laughs> You don't want you don't want such authority. They will finish you. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Let's go to um, this point that I'm making. Yes, this point. I need to make this point with the scripture. Yeah, in a day where the Lord had began to move and give. Thank you, thank you, my sister. All right, the Lord had begun to give, you know, Jacob breakthrough. He was about to leave the house of, you know, Laban, his uncle. Something happened here. 
powerful that you know struck my you know you know my you know uh, 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 caught my attention you know and the, the, the scripture very clear I, I think i need to read that scripture where, where did i find it again yes genesis obviously genesis chapter chapter 31 and uh, yeah yeah verse 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 30 very important scripture that I think we need to highlight because we're talking about going on with the Lord. We're coming to a new day. We're coming to a new season. We, we want to come into, a, you know, a, a new dawn, if you will. All right. We, we, we're breaking away from the old. Yeah, God has, God has already given Jacob, amen, some strategy. You know, remember Jacob was a supplanter. So <laughs> they, he was sent to the house of a supplanter. You think you're wise. Oh, well, we'll take you to a place where, all right, you, you'll be proven that uh, uh, you're no wise. So they took him to the house of Laban. And there, Jacob had to learn, amen, to, to submit and to surrender and, and learn to serve. Because finally, Jacob found something that he loved. He loved, he, he loved this, you know, this beautiful, you know, lady. So they send him. Thank you. Thank you, man of God. So they send him to the, the you know, the house of Laban. All right. <laughs> if you think you're smart, they will send somebody that will outsmart you. So, so uh, uh, here was Jacob after seven years of, you know, working for, you know, you know, yeah, the, the woman he loved. Didn't get the woman. So he had to work for another seven years. This is Jacob that likes to just, you know, use tr- tricky to get things. Use the back door. God had to, you know, break him. All right. This guy had to go through a season, amen, where they, they, they you know, they, 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 they had to prepare him for something. Because Jacob is going to enter into inheritance. He's going to be a father, amen, of, of you know, of, of the nation of God, of the people of God. But God will not allow him, amen, to go with that me- mentality of a supplanter. So they took him to a place. You see, when, when you have bad character or you have bad attitude, they will bring you to a place. They will collide you with certain people, amen, that will, <laughs> they will straighten you up. So that was Jacob. So now God, God was ready to release Jacob, amen, to go on with his wives, amen, and, and, his, and his children. And uh, so... In verse, in verse, in verse, in verse 31, listen to the scripture. Now, here was Laban had, you know, pursued Jacob, finally caught up with him and said, why did you run away with my, you know, with my, with my, with my, with my daughter? You understand? Why didn't you allow me to, you know, say bye to my children? All right. You just left and, you know, they tried to make up. But here's the word. Here's the word of the Lord. Now you have gone off i don't want to start reading the whole scripture because of time it says now you have gone off because you long to return to your to your father's house but you did but but did you steal one of my gods now beyond just live and getting so angry all right that jacob all right had left without saying goodbye you know with his children and all that but here is Laban asking you took one of my gods. Didn't you take one of my gods? Gods. What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy has got some household gods. All right. I'm sure these are the gods he prayed to, you know, to give him maybe increase and all that. And this, I'm sure this is one of the reasons why God was dealing with the house of Laban. Okay. So Bible says in verse one, Jacob answered Laban. I'm afraid because I thought you would have taken your daughters away from, from me by force. But if you find any of your gods, listen to this. But if you find any of your gods, excuse me. But if you find anyone who has your gods, he shall not live in the presence of our relatives. See for yourself whether there is anything of yours here or with me. And if so, take it. Now, Jacob did not know that Rachel has stolen how do you steal a god <laughs> oh pardon me jacob did not know that you know rachel has stolen the gods <laughs> this is funny now now let's be serious now okay let let me let me be serious how do you steal a god you see because Rachel obviously grew up with these gods in the house. 
with the system. She has gotten so accustomed, attached to these gods, that in the day where God is bringing deliverance into her life, she would not depart with these gods. She still held on to the gods. To the point where, you know, Jacob was still bragging, nobody took your God. Because I believe that Jacob must have told amen, Rachel amen, about the God of Israel. And I'm sure Jacob must have told her, you don't serve no foreign gods. Where we're going, amen, this God is a jealous God. You don't, you, you don't bring any other foreign God. You don't do anything contrary to his will, to his word, amen, to his plan, to his desire. We serve the true God, amen. And we don't have to go through any carved image. on. But yeah, Rachel, as much as, you know, Rachel loved, as much as Rachel loved Jacob and Jacob loved Rachel. But Rachel will not, de- will not depart. Rachel will, I mean, will not depart without this God. So the Bible says she stole one of the father's gods. And when the father was looking, you know, searching for, you know, these gods, when they enter a tent, the scripture said she hid the thing, you know, under, you know, uh, you know, a bomb. She, she just sat on the thing. And when the father searched and searched the tent, the kufa, and she said, oh, um, excuse me, father, I'm sorry that, I, you know, I, I will not be able to stand because I'm in my, in my period. And obviously, any man will understand. I'll say, okay, 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 my daughter. But yeah, she sat, she sat on the gods. While I was thinking about it this afternoon, I said to myself, my good God, in a day where you are being liberated, you in a day where you are being, heaven is bringing you into newness. You're still stealing the old gods. You're still carrying the old gods. These are things that we've got to look into. Look at how God used Gideon might, mightily. At the end of the day, amen. All that Gideon asked for was, you know, gold and silver so that he can build a God. He can build another shrine. So you begin to ask yourself, what is it about um, um, our mindset that always wants to go back to the old, that wants to get attached to the old, that will not relinquish, that will not let go of the old, all right? Because of the soul tie. It's called a soul tie. It's called strongholds. That's the point I'm making tonight. That we cannot go on with God, amen, if we have not dealt with those strongholds. If we have not dealt, amen, with those ideologies, those philosophy, those mentality, amen, that we, we have brought into our Christianity. You know you know what I'm talking about. Come on, I don't need to begin to explain those things. You know those things that we have brought into, amen, our work with God. And God says, if you're going to go on with me, I need you to get rid of these things. If you're going to walk with me, if you're going to come into the newness, if you're going to come into my power, if you're going to come into amen, the, the nation of Israel, if you're going to come into covenant with me, you cannot come with that mindset. You cannot come with that belief. You cannot come with that false thought. You cannot come with that wrong belief system. You cannot come with that you know, false belief. You cannot come with your insecurity and doubt. You can't come with that. You've got to leave them behind. You can't come with you know, that unnecessary you know, attention. You've got to leave them behind. You've got to walk with me. Walk with me, Abraham, and be perfect. Come on. Laban was searching for his God. The daughter had stolen the God and hid it. You see, why did she carry the God? Because she believed in the power of the God. Because she believed that this God, amen, will keep her, will save her. She, she has not come to understand that Hey, the God of Jacob is, is, I mean, is the supreme God. He is the God of all gods. He's the king of all kings. How we are, have we entered into relationship? Amen. And we've come with our own idea. We've come with our own belief system. We've entered into a relationship that ought to be a sacred one, but we've come with the wrong belief system. We've come with the wrong perception, wrong value system. And God says, this, you've got to get rid of it. And that brings me to, you know, the other scripture that we need to look into. Alright, that we've got to allow the mind of Christ to guide us, to lead us, to teach us, to instruct us. They say, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. You've got to get rid of every mindset, every belief system, every concept of existence that is not in alignment with the will of God. I don't care where that is coming from. It may even be from your hometown. It may be from your father's house. Amen. It may be from, you know, you, you know, those, you know, close connections that we have, but yet, 
they are not in alignment with the will of God. They've become soul, soul tie. They've become strong goals. All right? They've become, you know, the things that, that keeps us down, that weigh us down. That every time we want to move on with the Lord, all right, those things, they show, they, show, they show their ugly head. All right? And we get sentimental. We get weak. Suddenly you get, you that you're so strong, suddenly you get weak. You just feel like, oh, all right. No, you've got to get rid of them. If there are gods in your life, amen, that are not, of, of course, <laughs> whatever gods that are there that is not the true God must be gotten rid of. Because, that, I mean, there's just no place where God is bringing us into, where the Lord is bringing us into. There is no place for another God. There is no place for another spirit. There is no place for another character, another attitude. There is no place, amen, for another second God. No, you've got to get rid of everything that is not, amen, in alignment with God's counsel and purpose for your life. You've got to get, or else you're not going to ascend. Those things are going to remain a weight. Get rid of the weight. It's time to travel light. It's time to travel light. It's time to engage, hallelujah, in the spirit of faith, in the spirit of truth, in the spirit of purity, in the spirit of openness. When we do that, things are going to be happening in our life beyond our comprehension, beyond our belief, beyond our ideology. This is that which I believe the Lord will have me you know, share with us tonight. I believe the spirit of the Lord, amen, will, will, will expand these words in our, in our spirit, man. There are other things I would have loved to say, but I sense in my spirit, we just need to pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We give you glory. Hallelujah. We thank you for what your spirit, oh God, is steering. All right, Lord. Father, we just thank you. That Lord, even as you continue to deal with these gods, as you continue to deal with these issues in our life that is not in alignment with your will, Father, we declare that we will be willing, we will be willing, we will be willing to let go, to let go, to let go. Help us to locate those things, oh God, that today we have come to believe, that we have come to accept, oh God, and we've come to see as our protection. Meanwhile, we know that you are the only one that protects us. You are our God. You are the only true God that we need. So, Father, in our minds, whatever gods that we have brought along, that we have, yes, carried along, oh God, that is not in, in, in line with your will, Father, help us to get rid of those things. Help us to lay them aside. Father, we want to travel light with you. We want to go on with you, oh God, but not with other attachments. We want to go on with you, but not with other connection, not with other relationship, oh God. Father, help us tonight in the name of Jesus to begin to lay aside every weight oh God every superfluity of nothingness oh God help us to run the race that is set before us with faith with perseverance oh God in the name of Jesus help us oh God to wear new garment oh God new mindset new belief system in the name of Jesus father we thank you we honor your holy name that you're giving us the mind of Christ right now you're giving us the faith to believe in the name of Jesus that we are able father to go on with you because indeed you will not leave us where we are you have called us and we have answered this call and therefore we press further we press on with you we press we press we press into this newness into this new day we declare in the name of jesus the spirit of breakthrough the spirit of the lord god almighty is on us this that this night we declare in the name of jesus that we shall not be held back we will not be held back we will not be held back in the name of jesus father we thank him for newness of mind newness of thoughts, newness of belief. I thank you for the spirit of healing, the spirit of deliverance, so we can enter into the confluence, into that dimension where we can truly represent you, represent your intention, represent your desire, represent, oh God, that which you desire to do in our day, in our time, Father. Lord, the nations are waiting, but Lord, Father, we cannot engage the nations until everything of this world, you said the prince of this world comes, find nothing of himself in me. Father, that when the prince of this world comes, he will not find anything of himself in us. Lord, we relinquish every mindset, every ideology, every thought pattern, every wrong belief. In the name of Jesus, we lay them aside. We proclaim in the name of Jesus right now that we receive cleansing. A cleansing, Father, a cleansing as you scrutinize our thoughts. 
Father, as you scrutinize, the word says, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. That is our prayer tonight. That the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart, O God, will align with your intentions, O God. Father, that you will find us worthy and faithful. That you will find us as instruments representing your order, representing your intention. Father, we ask you once again, purify us, cleanse us, O God. Yes, Father, circumcise us in the name of Jesus. Father, that we may be a vessel worthy to journey with you. We thank you. We give you glory. Father, I thank you for my sisters and my brothers that are watching and those that are listening to me. I thank you right now for what you're doing in their life. I thank you, Father, for every household God. Whatever that God may be, household gods, whatever they may have come from, Lord, in the name of Jesus, wherever they are hiding, Father, in the name of Jesus, we uproot them. I uproot them out of their life as they say yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We break every stronghold. We break, we severe every stronghold in the name of Jesus. I break and I severe every stronghold. Every stronghold. Stronghold are, are strong beliefs, false beliefs, false ideologies. Strongholds are false, are false opinions. Unbelief, doubts that have become part of our life. That we believe, yes, work for us while they work against us. So in the name of Jesus, the layers of the strongholds in your life, in your mind, and there are strongholds in various dimensions of our life. I severe them in the name of Jesus Christ. I proclaim right now that right now you are being severe from everything that is not of God's counsel and God's will in your life. I declare that there is freedom that is coming to you right now. I declare that there is deliverance coming to you now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for deliverance. We thank you for healing. We thank you for faith, oh God. Yes, faith in those areas of life that is bringing forth deliverance in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I honor your holy name that their mind, the mind of your people, our minds are being free, are being delivered. Thank you, Lord, for the mind of Christ. Thank you for liberation. Thank you, oh God, for redemption. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for truth. Thank you, Almighty God, for the power of the kingdom of God that is bringing healing and deliverance into our lives. We thank you. We give you glory right now, not by might, not by power. Thank you, Lord, that as this word goes forth, this word is bringing change. This word is bringing redemption. This word is bringing hope. I thank you right now that you are taking your people to a new level, a new level of faith, a new level of hope, a new level of rest. Come on. A new level of tranquility in the name of Jesus. A new level of grace. We thank you, Father. I bless your name, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Lord, that they're able to hear your voice. That they're able to hear your mind. Thank you for peace and rest in their lives. Thank you, Lord, that you make them vessels that are worthy. Vessels unto honor. Vessels that you're going to use to bring forth your counsel. We thank you, Lord, that you're building your church in them and through them, O God. Thank you for the power and the authority of the age to come. Thank you for the spirit. Yes, your spirit in them, O oh God, that is at work. Thank you, O oh God, for summoning, O oh God, yes, all your seven spirit right now. Yes, growing in them, maturing in them until they are able to, yes, divinely represent your order. Thank you for the power of divine representation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for favor in their lives. Goodness. And mercy. Thank you, Lord, that in this day of your word, your people are willing. And we give you glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord God, who always causes us to triumph. We just thank you for this season, O oh God, preparing us for something new, something fresh, that you will take us further, O oh God, and deeper into the realm of grace. Thank you, Lord, for testimony in the life of your people. Thank you for opening doors for them in their work, in their ministry, in their career. 
in their family. Wherever you have placed them, we thank you, Lord, for openings, advancement, increase, goodness, favor. Let it be their portion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Well, thank God for tonight again. The word of the Lord has gone forth. The goodness and the grace of God once again has been manifest. Thank you so much tonight for being part of this session. We're going to continue again tomorrow. We're going to believe the Lord for complete victory, total victory. May God continue to perfect what he has begun in your life. We're getting ready for something bigger than us. We're getting ready for something awesome, something mighty, something powerful. And we don't want to have anything in our life that will hinder, that will frustrate that which God has begun. The scriptures say, he who has begun a good work in us is able to finish it. Let's continue to believe. Let's be optimistic. Let's continue to have faith. And that which God has begun in us, he will perfect it. Well, thank you so much, everyone, tonight for being part of this live broadcast. really appreciate everyone. Thank you. May you have a good night, good night rest. And may God continue to guide and lead you. Amen. In that which is begun. God bless you. Good night. Bye-bye.